We just flew in from San Diego, and boy, are our arms tired. tired. It's Cape Crisis. Hello, I am the host, Henry, Henry Gilbert. Gilbert. Come yeah. on! Uh, you know, I didn't listen to last uh, two weeks ago's episode. I just read the comments that said, Boy, am I glad. You know, Henry, I needed a break from him. Brett's keeping it on topic. Not getting on his liberal soapbox. Right. None of this I just, stuff. I just, you know, there's a time and place for all that, but it's not. It's never this show. Um, I know. Well, no, look, I, I, I agree. There's a yin-yang here, but this is Cape Crisis. Hey! This uh, is Cape Crisis. I'm the host, Henry Gilbert. Here with I'm staying Christopher <laughs> Antista. I'm Christopher Antista. Mommy and Daddy are fighting. And I'm your host, Brett Elston. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Twitter. Mm. Definitely gonna uh, there's Chris. That's me. Stan Which Lee will speak I, for me. If I had been at the Marvel video games panel, I would have got to see Stanley. He uh, oh, yeah. took to the stage. He announced that he was a playable, playable character. character. In, uh, uh, yes, playable character in Lego. There's so much I know. I was in the Eye of the Hurricane. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, there was not enough Marvel. There wasn't really a new video game announced. Like, there was a cool. I mean, comic book related. Mm-hmm. Right. There was that cool Deadpool one last year. This mm-hmm. year, meh. Seems no. like everybody's waiting for the second year of... Uh, right. You snooze, you lose, developers. Get but in there. There's certainly enough n- news to talk about after... Oh, uh, boy, oh, boy, was there. Mm-hmm. Boy, Comic-Con was crazy. We were all there. We were all there. We did, We only met up only briefly Yeah. Uh, for like a few minutes. But we took a picture that made the rounds on Facebook. That was fun. Um, it was... It was cute. When it was me, you, you, and uh, Lizzie, mm-hmm. and Cheryl. Games Radar Pal, like, that was almost enough worth taking a picture. But then ah, when cute. Cheryl walked up, yeah, like, well, great. shit, we got to take a picture. That was a total surprise. Now. Yep. And, and there was, I just thought it was odd that, like... The majority of people in this picture are working in the Capcom booth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's why it wasn't totally special. Just like, oh, I went to the Capcom booth and three Capcom employees were there. Yeah. yeah. Then Cheryl made it more special. Yeah. yeah. She did. Dressed as a Capcom character? Was she struggling no, at she, that point? Not no, in that picture. Was, no. no. But, oh, um, uh, man. Though I was also sicker than I've been in the longest time at Comic Con. Two weeks? Was, three weeks? No. Hey, <laughs> come on. I know. I was coughing up a storm on my last laser time appearance. That's true. But, uh, you know what? I'm starting to think maybe I have a problem. I need to see the doctor. What I'm, what I may be wondering about, and I just thought about this: what if it has to do with the studio? That would hurt me. No, I haven't been in the studio in. Oh, you haven't? Jesus, <laughs> three, four weeks? Really? Well, so I went to Las Vegas first off, guys. For what? For Evo? No, but I was there during Evo. You were? Uh, yeah. Oh. But it was a family get-together. and uh, I heard about that. The Gilberts wanted to get together in Las in Vegas? In Las Vegas, yeah. But are you already but, uh, shaking your head? This is off topic? We barely got... This is the preamble banter. This is the preamble to Vegas. We barely got three minutes in. Uh, I got very sick in Vegas. But, well, I'm bringing up Vegas because, though also, I played a couple of uh, comic book-themed slot machines. Oh, you did? This because counts. Because my rule on slot machines is that I would only play ones based on... Things I had heard about that so, had so special. So, twelve-year-old's rules. Yeah, pretty much. It was basically if a twelve-year-old Phineas and Ferb. Well, was first of all, it made me feel old to be like now I'm in. You know, I had grown up and seen all these machines that were like the old machines were like the Twilight Zone machine yeah, and the right. Elvis machine mm-hmm. and the Happy Days ones pointed at people of a certain yeah my parents and now mm-hmm. and now. The Dark Knight machine, yeah. the Spider-Man machine, the Ghostbusters machine, the a- like the AVP machine, not a match. Yeah, the AVP. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, so I had and the Star Wars machine, which fucked me over every time, man. <laughs> no. What? And yeah, the Star Wars machine really ripped me off, just like George Lucas. Oh, look at you! They did. told me they fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I remember they they had pretty good use of quotes on that one, where I would beat it. I would Do the one time I won, and I said I like I won three dollars, and then Han Solo says, "Don't get cocky." <laughs> so, my That's pretty good. F- my favorite bit, okay, the, the, the part that made me laugh the most, was, there was also a Family Guy machine. Yes. <laughs> and a Sex in the City one. But So on the Dark Knight machine, they have these bonus games. That's mm-hmm. why I kept playing. I wanted to see the bonus games. It's so stupid. Yeah, uh, the you break the Batmobile on a... It was a you it don't want any money, but you can see the, the cut Heath Ledger footage from... It was the <laughs> Batmobile versus the, versus the truck racing and the truck... You were either the truck or the Batmobile, and they'd hit bonuses, and you get more money that way. That's kind of awesome. So the it was Sega fun to CD watch. Batman Returns game? Yeah, pretty bit. much. But so they, they intercut scenes from The Dark Knight, but they had to explain the game to you, which there's no quotes from the film to do that. <laughs> so they hired a, a Michael Caine impersonator oh to say, like, wow. when you hit the bonus, spaces, you'll get more bonus. money. you get more money. They so big. That's it was, I'm a terrible. Not disappointment, Mister Wayne. On the uh, on the Ghostbusters machine, it was actually Dan Aykroyd explaining. Nice. The wow. What else was he? You either play long enough to become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was uh, fun. I, my only regret on this trip, it reminded me of my. So it did, it did take me back to my youth, being on this trip with my family because. On my 2004 uh, cruise trip with my family, it was Election Day weekend, and I was forced to watch along with my dad to Bush's celebratory election coverage. And then this time, my dad forced (laughs) me to watch uh, Fox News' coverage of the George Zimmerman verdict, which, man, that was good stuff. Have you hit all your checklists on Uh, K-Prizes? You're really really packing it in here. I'm just saying, Ann Coulter knows about race. She knows how to talk... (laughs) About the race in America today. Um, ah. The race between the Batmobile and the truck. Yeah. yeah. All right, anyway, so then I went to Comic-Con. I got full of germs at Las Vegas and then went to Comic-Con. Uh-huh. So, <coughs> my big buy. Proof. I want to hear what you guys bought, but my big buy first was the Spider-Ham Mini Bust. That, I limited edition from Gentle Giant. Only produced 500 of them. Mm. 45 bucks. Pretty nice. It's a good price. The only downside, as uh, Chris Baker, the Marvel video game maven, pointed out on Twitter, yep. it should be it should be labeled the Spectacular Spider Ham. Yeah, it, it should, but it is labeled the Amazing Spider Ham. But oh well. Though I had to when I bought it, I went up and asked like uh, Peter Porker, please, like that, just so they were sure I wasn't mispronouncing. <laughs> it's it's they going had a, to the right guy. Well, because they had a Spider-Man bust there, so um, I didn't want to say Spider-Ham, and they're like Spider-Man, Spider-Who. God, that would just be impossible to resolve. <laughs> I was very sick at the time. <laughs> They're also uh, Gentle Giant. They weren't selling you said it. it. You said it like Hammond. We spared no expense. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, they also had this really cool, like, swamp, uh, no man thing bust where he's, like, carrying a dead clown. It was, that sounds awesome. I really want It <laughs> I looked really like wish... it cost $500. Oh, I would. That's, there's no point in that. Speaking of Comic Con. <laughs> Comic-Con. It was, once again, you know, another massively packed, just shoulder-to-shoulder. But I did think this year, they changed the layout. So all the video game stuff was all the way to the right, if you're looking at it from across Hall the street. A. Hall A. It did. And it that looked- actually, 
it made it it was still a clusterfuck often sure but I think I it like was it. more manageable than it's ever been trying to get around I, I, think, I think they, they alleviated some of it putting the well, games on that side they had the, well they had the games on that side and the TV movie entertainment stuff on the other side in the middle was all focused on what Comic Con essentially was in the beginning yeah basically yeah. It, the so vendors it, it, and really, the it, comic company it showed me oh you know what it is not fair to ask the artist alley people to compete with whatever Wesley Snipes is doing, yeah. whatever the Twilight cast is doing. <laughs> yeah. That is not fair. They should. In the center of it was really cool again. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that was great. Yeah. On and the I, periphery, I, you got the yeah. big stuff. I did a lot of. Uh, I did a lot of mostly cosplay pictures. I posted some on our channels. You know them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did think you, Chris showed me today uh, that YouTube video that like summarizes I mean, the I'm cosplay. I'm to do a post on it. It was great. It's super cool. It's like this like minute long set to a song, and they made like a music video to cosplayers yeah. in the show floor rather and than just post it. It makes gallery. it look oh awesome. It makes it look like that encapsulates why it's fun to be yeah. there. Is that is that moment of rounding the corner to be like oh shit wow yeah look what, look what yeah. they did and, and whatever cynical thought I've had on cosplayers ooh this is total clickbait or ooh that's kind of sexy or ooh there's a character I like like no I, it just. Knowing someone like Cheryl's like, no, it's, it takes a lot of fucking balls to yeah. like make a really good costume and like commit to dressing like that. Yeah. And I love that the video actually makes them look like they stars. They all look cool. They should, like, they it should makes, look fucking look like stars. Like everyone's posing and everyone's mugging like for the camera. slow-mo and pan around. You know, I heard this interview with Dana Gould where he was talking about a Comic-Con that he thought he had figured out the secret for all the beautiful women cosplayers mm-hmm. where he says they're all hired models. They're There's a ton of hired, hired models. At WonderCon, I know for a fact... There are a ton of hired models. So who hires them? The, the film companies? I would the, imagine maybe even the expo. The expo it's probably, it's probably like a dirty little secret, but, but like, I, I don't feel like I see that anymore. No, you, I mean, you the, ones, pretty... the ones that are paid, you can tell because, I don't know, they're tarted up to this other level. But mm-hmm. there's still like a choking amount of genuine cosplayers that are like still really attractive. Yeah. Or some mm-hmm. dude just walks in. And he's totally ripped and is doing a great Aquaman. I doubt DC <laughs> paid him to go remind people Aquaman who's, exists. Who's that, who's that woman who was on that Simple Life reality show that is like a genuine dork? Really hot, though. Alicia, Adrian. No. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Like, I got a picture of her a couple of years ago. Didn't even know it was her. She was uh, Lulu from Fifth Element. Oh, did you see that? Uh... She, was, she was Melina from Mortal Kombat. And, like, oh, yeah. a perfect... Handmade more like Molina. Yeah, that wrestler AJ. She went as Molina. Uh, oh, but the uh, I love seeing guys uh, like this dude in a Superman costume, but it's like the brightest color Superman. That's like, cool. As garish as possible. But I always hate when you see dudes like dressed like Michael Keaton Batman. Like, cause you know that one just looks like you bought that. You renting that? Yeah, that you, looks like a you rental. Sculpt that pleather. <laughs> but I mean, like. The rental store would have the Michael Keaton Batman one, not even the fashionable Batman. I'm a big right. fan of the Fat Harley Quinn. Probably <laughs> were, my favorite. There were a lot what of Fat Zatanna. Fat Zatanna. A lot of Zatanna's, a lot of Harley Quinn's, a lot of uh, Adventure Time Fiona's. Fi- yeah, Fiona's everywhere. You know, Fiona, I feel like on the show, she's like sexed oh. up a little more than, than Finn is, I would say. Wouldn't you? Well, uh, I mean, I don't recall her doing anything overtly sexual, uh, other than the fact she's wearing a skirt shows more leg than what... Well, I know. It's nothing than really. What, ...than what Finn shows. Yeah. yeah, it just shows a little bit of leg. But, I mean, girls wear skirts. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh, but I think as far as things I bought... Yes. Uh, I did spend a lot of money. Mainly, uh, it was highly fortuitous timing for me, because I went around and, in addition... <laughs> In addition to looking, oh, sorry guys. In addition to looking for uh, black costume stuff, of which I found 
a statue that I already have, but uh-huh. a bronze variant of it that was three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh and I could not bring myself to buy it, but I, I've, I've never seen it, and there's huh. only one there. So I may next year, if it's still there, I may have to succumb. Cycles back around. I may have to succumb to that. Uh, the amount but, of people who said I should have bought the Barney Rubble, yes, Pebbles sh- rap. I wish you would have. No one has ever said that to me about such a needless purchase. I was going to give you so, It's so perfect. It was a hundred dollars in one like kind of crappy cell with but no I, background. That, but I was telling you, like people, the reason there's a lot of cells of other things is because people cared and saved them. Mm-hmm. No one cares about a Fruity Pebbles commercial. <laughs> the fact that exists is a miracle. No, but you pointed out and said, "Well, it's a commercial, so there's technically less of that cell." I'm like, yeah. Fuck, you're right. That's how you can justify there's, it. Yeah, like this thirty probably, second commercial. Yeah. There might only be like a hundred of those. Yeah. But uh, so I also. Uh, so I did buy one new Venom Marvel Selects, and normally I don't uh, buy Venom stuff. Uh, but the reason I bought this Venom was because oh, I saw that. I if saw you that. take all the junk off of him, you can actually—he's a McFarlane era Venom with no tongue and normal. You never see teeth. those straight teeth. Yeah, anyway. and I'm like, yep, definitely buying that for the Marvel Selects line. However, mm. I also uh, was rounding the corner and saw they—I don't know if you've seen them in Toys R Us, Target, wherever—that uh, three-part Iron Man figure that you build to make Iron Monger. Yeah, oh, no. They started earlier this year with three Iron Man figures. It was Iron Patriot from the comics, uh, like Avengers era Iron Man from the 60s with the Ooh. pointed helmet, and then like kind of a more modern 90s, no, not 90s, maybe more like 80s Iron Man. Okay. Uh, and that was like leg, leg, torso. And oh. like the next three coming this fall. And I was like, okay, well, let's see if I even remember that. And then at Comic Con, I look at one of their boosts and I see an Ultron figure. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? I'm pretty sure I have almost all the Ultron figures. So then I get closer, and I'm like, wait, that's an Iron Man set. And I flip it over. The next three were already out of Comic-Con, and it was movie Iron Patriot, movie Iron Man 3 Mark 47 suit or whatever it is, and then a new Ultron figure. Oh, wow. That was, doesn't conform. Of an Iron Monger? That came with arm, arm, head. So now, there's mm-hmm. an, now I have the full Iron Monger figure. Uh, but I was like, that's kind of cool. I didn't expect to get a new Ultron figure out of this. And then while around walking some more on the floor... I saw from that same line as that Venom, the Marvel Selects line, was another Ultron figure. That's much more like old, like very clean, mm. not a lot of jagged edges. Like from or, Secret Wars, kind of. Yeah, like that kind of Ultron look, like uh, 90s or you know 80s, 70s, 80s looking Ultron. Yeah. Uh, so I bought that, and then that night, to jump ahead a bit, they announced Age of Ultron was the next Avengers movie, and not only did I flip my shit... Because that's my favorite villain. Yeah. Period. Uh, it was also I'm like, wow, I totally bought those at the right <laughs> time. Because I bet tomorrow I walk in and all that Ultron shit's gonna be pulled to the front and they're gonna jack the price up five bucks on everything. You're like the guy who bought Facebook stock before yes. it went <laughs> yeah. public. Or I'm, something. I'm just like that actually. <laughs> um, but then I go in Sunday and nothing changed. Everything. Nobody wanted Ultron. Nothing. I had to try to find. Moved. But like, it's hard to look at your phone or like the internet yeah, when you're on the show floor difficult. and like. I remember uh, Brad Age of Ultron, but uh, yeah. it, was, it was like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. We had no idea that was announced. No, well, yeah. it's you know I I would love to go to Hall H, but you just can't. Yeah, you know you know what I heard this year. I, I didn't even know about it to try and stem that tide. There's another hall now that plays re, like video recaps of the panels as voted for by fans live. Huh. So if you miss a panel. You can go to this thing and catch a recap. That's not bad. Well, because it it just bugs me that they like they show footage that they're like, and we'll never show anybody else that. Yes. That's never going to be anywhere. Like, I mean, if, that's not fair. They, I mean, if you don't know it how makes that works, it special for the people in Hall H. I, I've never stayed that close to the convention centers I did this year, which is the hotel right next door. People, people are, are the line is full. Yeah. Before yeah. before the sun breaks, 
Before, yeah. before midnight, the line is full, so you're just fucked. Yeah. And those people generally stay there all day. They don't move How do from college. they use the bathroom? I, that's, I, I well, do wonder that. they're probably there in groups. I so talked just... to some guy briefly in the elevator because there was a Marvel guy in there. And he's like, yeah, you see the panel? I'm like, yeah. Still Batman, Superman. I don't care. <laughs> all right, yeah, care. why don't we talk about that? I didn't that, talk about which... my purchase. All right, purchase Let's hold this up because it was very little. Okay. Uh, James uh, Silvani, an official Disney Afternoon uh, artist. Ooh. He was selling exclusive Comic-Con prints of uh, Goofy in a superhero outfit, Darkwing Duck, um, and the lead gargoyle? Goliath. Goliath, uh, stand, looking over, let's say, Gotham City. Okay. It's a super cool print, and then like besides that, he's like, and then you can have this custom hand-drawn painting. I'm like, ooh, well, let's see how this pans out. I'm like, oh, these are really good. Oh, I don't even notice. These are all mashups. And I tweeted one, which was the Cheshire Cat mixed with Totoro. It was Peter Pan, Doctor Who. And I bought uh, Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit as Little Mermaid and Prince Eric. Wow. Yeah. It, it, super cool artist. It'll have some stuff at D23. I can't wait. I, I got awesome. I got a peek at what's, what's at D23, and it's fucking great. Mm. Yes. If you like Disney afternoon stuff. And uh, do. I'm looking forward to D23 because there's rumors that like they they were holding back some Marvel yes. news for D23. I, I am now that they're part of that, doing my damnedest to get into that. Uh, oh yeah. Yes. I Where really do they do D23? D23 at? Uh, somewhere, somewhere around. No, well, somewhere around Anaheim. Oh, Anaheim yeah, area. It's just like it's slowly become not just. Hey, Disney nerd, you like pins? Do you mm-hmm. remember Morty and Ferdy? No, it's like this is where we announced. Marvel trailers and it's I would be Star Wars. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Well, they have live Muppet performances. Live Muppet performances. They premiere things there. The names. I am just guessing, and this is me trying to go convince my employers that they will announce the new Star Wars name there. Ooh. Is my prediction because now it, they already. Well, it's not out till 2015 though. Right? I, I don't think that makes a difference. Like, like how how far in advance do we know Phantom Menace? Um, I don't. Less know. than a year. Yeah, I feel like it was less than a year. We were all like, what? Yeah. I think it's too insubstantial to announce at Comic Con, but per, like the D twenty three thing has become this global media event for yeah. all of Disney's properties, which are, go beyond Disney fans. Yeah, that's true. But don't they have a Star Wars celebration like separate mm-hmm. from that? The I fourth. Feel, when did they announce Revenge of the Sith? I feel like that was at a an event like Comic Con or something. Mm-hmm. I don't. It just uh, found it odd that they didn't do. Really, there's no official Star Wars panel. It's I'm t- year, it's two year. years away, man. So, yeah, but it'll 20, be next year. But it's sure. not like they don't have shit to push. 2015 sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, it really does. Man, oh man. They announced the fucking Avengers title? Yeah, so alright, let's talk about that. The news, the big news. So the Marvel panel, first they... uh, (coughs) Did you see the clip of Tom Hiddleston and Hiddleston? Yes, yes, that was pretty great. Everybody loves Loki. That was a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah. Especially when uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth won't even bother to show up. Well, I hear he's. I fear he's the least paid of all the yes, Avengers people. I think I heard so that too. he's kind of pissy about that. Like Two hundred grand for the Avengers. Yeah, I heard it, which is kind of bullshit. I hope they. I hope they pay him big time for Avengers too. Mm. But uh, second, uh, and then they showed like Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Like they flew in the Guardians of the Galaxy people yeah. from London that day, and then flew them back. They announced who Glenn Close was. I know you were all wondering. Glenn Close? Yes. They had a Nova Corps. Glenn Close is that. I missed that. They said they cast her, but they didn't say as what. Well, yeah, it was like a while ago. Oh, is John C. Riley? Isn't he also in the Nova Corps? Um, He's he's like a space cop. I think he's part of it, but I think think Glenn Close is rumored to be like the world mind voice or something like that. Okay. Well, they keep talking about like... 
Thanosy stuff all over. Well, that's why like, the definitely Gu- the Guardians news is like okay, so they confirmed all those Benicio del Toro and, and all that stuff. So it's like mm. Nebula definitely, Collector definitely, uh, Ronan definitely. It's yeah. like all. It's like okay, so not only do you have to introduce five Guardians of the Galaxy characters, including a raccoon and a tree. Yep. You also have to set up the Kree. You have to explain Nebula, who's related to Thanos. You have to explain the Collector, what the fuck he's yeah. doing, and it's like. And this is all supposed to exist in the same world with the Chitari from Avengers, which were the Skrulls. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, they were got... they? Well, were they or weren't they? I guess because I didn't... wonder if the Skrulls are tied up in that Fantastic Four license, mm. and so they have to call huh. them the they Chitari. Were... Yeah, but that's weird because even in the Ultimates books, they were still shapeshifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. So they didn't bring but... that into Avengers at all. Anyway. It's uh, so that complicated. Just, that makes that movie sound very packed and yeah. a lot to swallow. And and then even more to that is Avengers: Age of Ultron. And you're like, oh, well, now they got to explain Pym. But then Whedon said, you don't need Pym to do Ultron. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I have a theory about that, too. But then also, Scarlet Witch Quicksilver are also in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's like, okay, so now you have to have all the cast you already had, mm-hmm. which means you need stuff for Robert Downey Jr. to do, which also mm-hmm. means you need to capitalize. Because you're paying him a shitload you're of money to be there. You're paying him a lot, so guarantee the movie's going to focus on Iron Man, too. Mm-hmm. You gotta do something with Hulk. You gotta lead off all that momentum that Hulk built up. Mm. You gotta do another crazy thing for for him to come back and want to. I mean, he's contractually obligated, so he's gonna be there. Yeah. But Hulk's a very expensive thing to do, so that's got to be some kind of major pivotal pivotal scene. And then you've got to explain. Well, does it tie into Guardians at all? Because are they showing up too? For well, all we know, they're in that movie. The, the one, the one, is it James Gunn or Kevin Feig? Uh, that that. The only thing tying Guardians of the Galaxy into the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Thanos. So, yeah. like, that tease, I guess we all had assumed for years that, or had assumed that Thanos was to tease the next Avengers movie, but mm-hmm. it very well could have been just a tease. It was just him saying, look out for Guardians. Yeah, that, that's the that's, outer space matters in, like, now. I think we all envision, like, a, some kind of communique with well, RDJ and Guardians of the Galaxy, but just, it's just yeah. Thanos. He's the only thing that ties it to Thanos. Thanos well, is so big but that he has to be a third big movie to, dude. That, well, that's, that's what I said I wanted. I wanted Ultron has to come first because Thanos is too big. Thanos is too big. Ultros is a... Ultras. Ultron is a ter- terrestrial threat. Yes. Yep. There you go. Um, so it. here's what I think will happen. Oh, and this uh, is this is what I want to happen. Yeah. Go ahead, go so ahead. I think without Pym to build Ultron and have it go crazy, and because since Ant Man is the first Phase Three movie, that means it's after Avengers. Right. Does it though? It does. Yeah. It's the first yeah, it Phase is. Three it's, movie. Yeah. It's like August 15 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that. And, and also the director, Edgar Wright. Like, that just tells me that that's going to be a more fun movie and not necessarily trapped mm. in the tragedy of Ultron and bothering mm. to explain. Uh, the descriptions of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy sounded really funny and lights yeah. and mm. stuff, which I think is the right tone to go for. Yeah. Like, oh, and that uh, Michael Rooker, like, mm. everybody was talking about, you know, uh, the lady from uh, the woman who's playing Nebula, who's, who's right. Doctor Who shaved her head. Mm. But also, like, Michael Rooker had a... A minor mohawk, which uh, to go with his Yondu character right. that he's playing. That's nice. And Chris Pratt was apparently in like awesome shape. Yeah, have you seen those? There's, someone, seen, there's pictures of him. I that saw are a picture of him ripped. looking ripped, but then somebody put a picture online as they should have next to him, a scene from Parks and Rec with a shirt off next to the new one. Yeah, and like, good God. Yeah. Well, they hired him like you're too fat. That's what yeah, but it's just like it's all the things like I hate about my face. Like, oh, Chris Pratt got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> he got but rid anyway, of that you're you're age of Ultron. So they, they need, and, and I mean, well, by, the, by you, Whedon's own words, it's the like... The teaser description, there was a, te- yeah. a description of the teaser they showed. So the teaser was like a bunch of machinery clanking together and quotes from Avengers, and then like the Iron Man mask 
looks like that's what it's building, but then the eyes shift and the mouth changes, and now it's Ultron's head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's a big tell. Two, him saying, you don't need Pym to do this, and everyone's like, well, oh, yes, you do. It's built on his brain patterns and blah, 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 and how do you have this tragedy in the I want to kill my father thing, and how do you get all that when that's his motivating factor? That is the character. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, no, you just have to have the core tenets of the character, which is some kind of hate towards your creator and a tragedy of something made for good that's been twisted into one of the biggest evils you've ever faced. That is the Jarvis AI going genocidal because it feels betrayed after the end of Iron Man 3 being completely abandoned by its creator. Iron Man, he completely that's walks true. away from the suit. He takes it out of his chest. That house is destroyed. And if I remember the ending correctly, it really seemed like uh, that house was just kind of like, I'm kind of done with this place. I'm kind of done with all that crazy crap. Mm. I haven't sworn that's everything true. off, but I bet because that lets, one, that's an easy leap for a cinematic audience to take. Oh, that voice we've heard for four movies. Mm-hmm. They built it up that much, and that's the kind of thing Whedon likes to pick up threads that yes. didn't even exist yeah. and make them. And so you you have that thing go like, I've been abandoned, <sighs> I feel betrayed. Stark now is the center of the Ultron tragedy, where now the movie Which is... Which is more interesting to the viewers anyway, yes. of the yeah. cinematic universe. Now you don't need Pym. It still has this, you created me and you, you turned your back on me. Involve Pym sometime later. Yeah, whatever. Also, they, can, they can do that. Also, let me point out that in the original Ultron story... He posed as Jarvis uh, to get in uh, uh, the Avengers' trust and then turned on them. He mm. was the original leader of the Masters of Evil. Oh, yeah. He dresses like Jarvis, and they think, you think, Jarvis turned on the Avengers, and he's a supervillain now, and then he takes off his fake mask, and right. he's Ultron. I'm just so glad, yeah. like, that I wish they'd released a I just want to see the image. I just want to see that image. But, they said, but from reports, the video image is the classic Ultron face. It's... I know, like I, think I need I saw, to see that. There was that interview with Whedon. I, I watched the Marvel.com one mm-hmm. with him, which was like plastered with fucking Dr Pepper shit. <laughs> but um, when they interviewed him, like I think Whedon, Whedon accepts the problem of a villain whose face is yeah. can't move. Right. Like that was a big as as we all know from that classic scene from the Spider Man. They got to emote like Power Rangers. To emote like Power Rangers really takes you out of it. But. Yeah. It I can't be Ultron without that face. Yeah. I, it's a tough. It's tough. So that's what he was discussing, like having yeah, just that he's like he 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 thinks he has a fix for it. He wouldn't say what, but he I bet he starts like that, and then by the end he's like a liquid metal thing or something. And it's, yeah, it's, an, it's an actor, or maybe right? when he goes into battle mode, it right. turns on. The oh yeah, it could something. be like sort that. of like uh, Optimus Prime and right. the great Transformers. Those yeah, I was just gonna right. say that the fucking metal lips. Yeah, let's not do that. Please don't, do, Jesus God. Let's not do that. But so what that hopes me, what that leads me into is, so then you have this great like they have to then stop Ultron, which is this thing, and you know how does he become the name of Ultron? Well, it's like you can write one sentence and explain why I I yeah. shed your awful name, creator, oh, and I name myself. Let me Ultron. make a prediction: the Ultron virus. Something. Yeah, who knows? That's like, what it'll be referred to. Yeah, there's any number of things you can just be like, it's Jarvis, and he became. Then Stark made, will just yeah. refer to it as. I'm just going to call it Ultron. Is that all right with everybody? Yeah. Back, 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 it's a cool back. name. Yeah, all it's right. a cool name, but also like that's what I don't get about the name Age of Ultron because so many. Like, it's, Thank you. It's not going to be based on the comics. Definitely. That, not. That, because that is no sense. When at all. I first read about it, it was just like I don't know Entertainment Weekly like. New name is Age of Ultron based on the current storyline by Mar- Mar- uh, Brian Michael Bendis. I'm like, how, 
No. no you Joss can't. made it very clear yeah. he's not. Oh, like, <laughs> but I think they were just writing that. They did. They Googled it really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course. Well, that's what like, Is Fox going to let both of their main characters... Yeah. His main characters are Fox characters. Well, also, that's funny that, like, so... Avengers is stuck in this kind of pissing match between Marvel Studios and Fox. About quick Because they both are like, we, we both get Quicksilver. They're both part of the deal. And I even think, like, at this point, Kevin Feig... Uh, I think it's uh, Feige. Feige. Marvel, uh, sorry, I get confused with like Paul Feig, but their mm-hmm. names are they're spelled the same. But anyway, I think he's even like kind of almost like openly hostile towards yeah. the non-Marvel Studios films. I like saw people asking him like, so how much input do you guys have on like the X-Men movies? Like they have their deals and we have ours and yeah. they do their thing. I, I just think it, it has to be in your best interest. Play into something Does, bigger. You have to solve this. Well, that know? was my favorite quote from, uh, from the Spider-Man panel mm-hmm. was that like Andrew Garfield was on stage and uh, first he came out as Spider-Man and it it looked pretty funny, but uh, then he came out as himself and they asked him like, "What do you want to see?" He's like, "I know I'm not supposed to say this, but it'd be really cool if Spider-Man met the Avengers, right, guys?" And everybody <laughs> applauded and it's like, "Yes, I yes, agree. it would which be." Which that ties into my further <laughs> prediction, which okay. is. You tease Thanos, and Thanos is the kind of thing that you have to build to. Mm. Briefest of cameos in one. You continue that plot thread through Thor 2 because the Infinity Gauntlet and the Tesseract are in Asgard. Yeah. You continue that thread, maybe a stinger. Guardians references that stuff too. Maybe half the, the MacGuffin in that movie is something around Thanos, but he's not the main threat. It's probably Collector or something. Yeah. But Thanos is probably very much more front and center. Avengers 2 is probably just this Ultron stuff, which, again, calling it Age of Ultron is like, what do you mean by age? Because It's it's a fucking cool name. It is a cool name, but it's like, what do you mean? I guess they couldn't just put it, call it Ultron, or Ultron Strikes. The rise of of Ultron. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. But but my hope, this isn't a prediction, this is just my hope, that this all leads to Avengers 3 in 20, what, 18? Mm. I think so. Which will be 10 years after Iron Man came out. Wow. Uh, and Robert Downey Jr. be almost sixty years old, I think, um, or fifty. I don't know how old he is now. But wait, what years of Avengers three set for? Probably twenty eighteen. It's twenty eighteen. Yeah, the three years apart. So that tells me. Uh, well, what I hope is this all culminates in basically the Infinity Gauntlet, and I wonder if Marvel is hoping that over the course of the next four to five years, through the filming of two and the pre-production of three, they can get those rights back. Or at least get to this point where, like, you guys tried, you fell on your faces, X-Men didn't make the money that we did, Fantastic Four is just sitting there. If you want to make a movie, fine, but you have, like, you need to tie your shit into this. Dude, pay out the nose. Every yeah. single we need DVD, this money. Every yeah. DVD release you have that has characters in a new Marvel Cinematic Universe movie yeah. is strengthened yeah. via 10 years old. Yeah, so what I'm hoping is they actually get to do Infinity Gauntlet. And, huh. yeah, it's a little different than the way the comics play out, of course, but it's still, Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet, he is super powerful, it's not just the Avengers, it's the Avengers, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, it's the most expensive movie ever made, <laughs> yeah. but the 500 billion dollar <laughs> But when Avengers is like the second highest grossing movie of all time, you have the clout to push for that. Yeah. You can be yeah. like... No, if we did this with five fucking characters, I want you to imagine what we do if they're all in it. And the only thing that gives me gives me faith is every time I see someone announced for Days of Future Past, I'm like yeah, I don't it, I don't I don't get nervous at all. Singer can handle it; he's got it. Well, yeah, Days I, of Future Past, and that's the thing is if yeah. that movie doesn't like make two two fifty million, 
I think uh, it, it, it because at first class made the least of all the X Men movies. It's true. This is the last chance, as far as I'm like. I don't think Wolverine's going to do well. I think you know early reviews have been good for Wolverine. Our old pal Batman five two seven three was not a fan of it. Man, I like want a, to want to see that movie. It, it's got like a yeah. fifty average. So yeah, I got it. Got a B on uh, on Onion AV Club. I usually nice. trust their reviews on superhero stuff. I mean, I want to see it because the previews. I'm more interested in the previews of Amazing Spider Man. Uh, so I'll, I'll go. Those, I'll go see yeah, it. Well, Wolverine still a, a Aspire to something bigger than my college test score. Well, though, even, yeah, but even the AV Club pointed out that they said like Wolverine feels like the only star in this movie. Like, well, it's, yeah, everybody else like that's that's lame. Like yeah. Wolverine, Wolverine's a badass, but it is cool to watch him kill a bunch of ninjas. Like yeah. I want to see that, but that's eventually the thing is, he has to face like, somebody like worthy. You need him. you need the X Men in that Avengers three movie. Like even if it's just cherry picking, where it's maybe not literally all the teams. But it's like I know what you just. But it's like we get, and granted, Hugh Jackman's going to be so much older by then. But it's like we get Hugh Jackman. He's staying in pretty good shape. He is. I mean, he looks great. But like we get like Robert Downey for Iron Man. We get Hugh Jackman for X Men to get Wolverine. We get Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. We get you know the the team is still five. It's five to seven people. Mm. We get someone from Guardians. We get someone from this that. The team is still like ten people. All it's, those movie companies finance co-finance it together. Co-finance to take it. a giant money bath together. Yes. Like <laughs> yeah. Like and you can guarantee we will line up for days to go yeah. see that movie. The world would. Yeah. The, it's like yeah. It, and it's also plays into like what is probably outside the death of Superman, mm-hmm. like the one pop culture event comic that I think everyone who knows comics at all. Knows, so, yeah. knows Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And even people who are only like tenuously comic not knowledgeable through games, that's the thing that's brought up in games constantly. Like, he, in all the Capcom games, he's got the Infinity Gems. Like, that's uh, just... Oh, it's Capcom Origins out now. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, right. it's just baked into it. I did want to talk about Days of Future Past a little, too. That Should we go to break first? Yeah, oh. let's go to break. All right, but when we come back, we're going to talk about some Marvel or DC stuff, too, guys. Yep. Oh, yes. There that's was some big DC here. news. And uh, other things. Nice. On the other side. Hi, everybody. Thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis. Uh, now that we're back from our big old Comic Con extravaganza weekend thing. <laughs> hey, Brett. Hi. Just wanted to thank everyone for listening, and uh, uh, we're now in the break of right. Cape Crisis. Uh, so so tell, tell, them, uh, tell them what we're doing in the show. Uh, well, you know, if you like this show and you want uh, to keep on going, maybe do two episodes in two weeks. Uh, there's so many ways you can help out the Laser Time Podcast Network. It's true. You can donate. Yeah, there's that PayPal button on the left side of the screen. You can buy a t-shirt from the t-shirt store. And we need that money to buy a new laptop or a new pair of headphones because these are literally falling off the table. Yeah, yeah, oh, this laptop. <laughs> And uh, though, also, you can just buy stuff on Amazon, like comic books. Much easier. Yeah, Jen, we get, it all adds up. We get a little bit off of that, and it all adds up. I just bought a bunch of macaroni and cheese from, uh, from Amazon. Did you do uh, it through Laser Time? Yeah, through Laser Time. Uh, nice. So my 36-pack pack of macaroni and cheese. Jesus. Well, look, this, the, the Spirals macaroni and cheese is not in my local stores. Uh, okay. I want Spirals, man. That's the... And I recently purchased the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 4 on Blu-ray. Wow, years. they're already they're flying through that They're thing. They're tightening it up. It's not every six months anymore. They're going through that at warp speed. They sure are, Henry. At, at warp 5. Uh, come on, you can bump it up. 
Seven. Yeah, seven's good. Seven's uh, a solid speed. Uh, also, guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes or... Uh, not just iTunes. Review us on iTunes and be sure you're subscribed to it. Those reviews really help. I love seeing new reviews. So please keep, keep at them, boys. Keep them flying. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to not cough on this. So I did. All right. Lastly... Oh, God, I'm dying. Don't let me die on this podcast, guys. Don't let me die. Uh, lastly, um, I want to do the Hank's Corner pick of the week. So last week we did, uh, last episode we did Hank's Corner, uh-huh. and then underneath that was Brett's Basement, Brett's and then Chris's Cave, and then finally Dave's Dungeon. And wow. I, we were calling on the community to art that up for us, so mm. looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that, too. Uh, well, you know what I'm going to pick this week is... Uh, is the Catwoman collection, uh, the second collection that came out. So Ed Brubaker, you know, before he became Mr. Captain America and Winter Soldier, and then left that to do his own, uh, his own creator-owned books with Fatal and uh, Incognito, his first big hit in the comic book in the superhero space was Catwoman, where he, like, made her, brought her back to her noir roots, Got rid of all the cheesecake bullshit from Jim Ballant and all that shit. Really? Like, put her in a tight leather costume, and she was just... Her thing was that she she had her own rules. Like, there was this great first... She played by her own set of rules. But there was this, there was this cool opening storyline where uh, a friend of hers is convicted, uh, like, sent to the death, uh, death row, and fails her final appeal... And her case, she is, her friend is slightly guilty, but not guilty of the death penalty. And Catwoman then frees her, sets her off, and, like, Batman's kind of mad about it, but he's, but he accepts that justice wasn't being totally done there. Hmm. It was just all about her operating in grays. Like, right. she would let some people die, too. Right. She, Rebecca just made her a really interesting character, and also... What she is had, this collection called? Uh, well, it's just Catwoman. I think the first one is Dark Side of the Streets. Yeah. And uh, just search. Uh, <coughs> well, there'll be links to it on the on the Cape Crisis page for this one, or just search Amazon for Catwoman Brubaker. But this collects the uh, second, the the like eight or nine issues that follow. He she he does a great story with the Black Mask. Like I feel like he made Black Mask really cool, and then the rest of the Batman writers were like. Oh shit! Black Mask is cool. Let's up this guy up. Like mm. that, I think you can. A big reason Black Mask is even in the next Batman game, right? Starts with the cool shit Brubaker did with him in Catwoman. Anyway, buy that on the uh, uh, links on the site. Help us out. Back to the show. Pornography. Uh, hi. Just petting. Did you ever want to see uh, uh, the redhead from that '70s show in a lesbian sex scene? Yes, probably. You need to watch that show. <laughs> the peanut galleries. <laughs> anyway, hey, we're back. We're back. Uh, you were. You know, to- hey, Graham, you can be on if you want. That's eh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, welcome back guys, to the. <laughs> 
To post Comic Con Cape Crisis. The ravaged innards of your throat. What a rejoinder. I'm dying. <laughs> Am I. The listener should tell me if I'm coughing, if I'm sick on more episodes than I'm not sick. I'm curious about that. Yeah, there's probably um, someone out there who can tell you. Coughing. If I'm coughing more than I am, but someone so. You know your, a lot, the answer is yes. You know what your favorite Pokemon is? Uh, cough. Sir Coughs a lot? Weezing. Ekans. <laughs> um, that's what? that's what you call a I don't know switcheroo switcheroo the old one two. Um, really quick though, what? really quick though, I just saw this post uh, today on superhero hype. Uh, Joss Whedon talks Scarlet Witch's costume. Ultron. She gonna have uh, a tiara? He says. Uh, he said, uh, talking to the nerdist, uh, she yeah. might wear a headband or something that might echo it. The guys at Marvel, the conceptual artists, are phenomenal, and they are so good at taking the essence of what works and interpreting it for the actual human body. And when they <laughs> paint something on you. Not only can tell how it's going to work on a person, you can even tell what kind of fabric it'll be. Mm. Uh, they're very specific, very talented. Uh, obviously, we want to echo the look that people know, but there's the classic look, there's the ultimate's look, and you have to do it in a way that will work. But it can't be too old school. She can't wear a leotard. Oh, <laughs> and it's true. Like you, yeah. you have Is to find that something mi- in between leotard and fucking leather. That's what I was going to say. You I have- liked how George Perez he drew her with like a leather bodice and like uh, oh, I hated that like art, the man. Princess Leia, mm-hmm. uh, slave Leia kind of. Yeah, uh, I didn't like dress that at all. It's whatever. like that. That just looked too like he wanted to gypsy her up. Yeah, was very, it's, it was. Uh, it's just something. No, it's just something like it wasn't embracing her gypsy hair. It didn't oh, seem. Yes. I, something about her costume I really like, where it's like it's showing a lot of skin. Well, no, mm-hmm. that's a bodysuit because it's pink, and her skin isn't pink. So she's wearing a bodysuit with a suit over it, and then just her bare face, mm. and it's somehow sexier because the only skin showing is her face, even though it's this like faux skin sexy outfit. Like it's really, I love that outfit. I gotta think the Quicksilver in I wasn't I done jerking off oh, over sorry. this. I'm done. I didn't think I got. I got to think Joss Whedon's Quicksilver is going to be cooler than than uh, Brian Singer's Quicksilver. There shouldn't be two Quicksilvers. There really shouldn't this. be. Like he's not like if. I love that this is the character people finally got to fight over was Quicksilver. Uh, I was upset when you know who's I a like quick, Quicksilver. Who's, who's when a, Idris Elba appeared as two different characters simultaneously in the Marvel Universe. That really bugged me. Yeah, but well, come on, what that, a Ghost Rider? Again, yes, that's yes, not even did. connected. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be connected. Marvel got back Ghost Rider. It's, it's still one of those things that's exciting. Here's another guy from another thing letting me know this is all intertwined. Having another guy play it, the same character will just within a year that's bad. will just take you out of it. Yeah, well, I, I think it's just they both sides are like, we're doing it. No, we are. And then you get in a Kirk Picard <coughs> argument over a fucking minor character yeah. that shouldn't matter. A character who's ultimately going to have like... Quicksilver's mm, not a minor character. He's yeah, a he B-level if character. You, if you need to get there fast. There. He's, a, he's, an original, bro- he's an original Brotherhood of Evil Mutants member. I know he's sort of important in the comics, but as far as the character that finally got Marvel and Fox to argue, it's like, yeah. just one of you shut up. So just, the- just deal with it. There's no way he's an integral to either plot. So first off, did you know there's a Days of Future Past teaser at the end of Wolverine? I've heard, oh. I've heard there would be. So that I think that's just the the reality now of any Marvel film. Like well, after the Marvel Studios It'll make captured me go it, see him. all the rest are <laughs> the like, awful yeah, we're all putting. They, they kept going an Amazing Spider-Man. Movie. That one was such bullshit. What a <laughs> yeah, shit. That was like, we, uh, what are we supposed to do? Have a mystery dude show up. You'll We're see have Robert Evans appear in a darkly lit jail cell. We haven't cast Green Goblin yet, so just, I don't know. What, Peter? Pa- Harry Potter? I mean, <laughs> you Harry- didn't tell him about his father, did you? Uh, yeah. Though now Christopher Cox. Chris, not Christopher Cox. Chris, no. Chris Cox? Or- no. 
No, that Christopher, uh, the guy from American Beauty. Yeah. What's his name? Jesus Christ. Fuck. Eat only maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. But anyway. If only either of you had phone. But also Days of Future Past. I think it's, uh, I'm glad. Which is basically another Wolverine movie. But I'm glad, like, Brian Singer's back. To, I, it's I'm really to, him to stitch together every previous X-Men movie oh, into boy. one movie. Where... Even though X-Men Origins, you basically just have to throw out. Like, that thing breaks so much. Eh, oh, First Class? No. No, Origins. Oh, Wolverine. Wolverine movie. It's yeah. like, like, just him seeing, like, the, the, I don't know. Among many other reasons. Right. That Cyclops <laughs> and, what, yeah. and White Queen are in the place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And Deadpool, all that shit. Yeah, you gotta throw that out. But um, I do like that. Aside from that, like they're bringing they in the first shot class him with stuff. An amnesia bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so the Wolverine can only be better than Origins. I agree. But, I agree. Uh, it can only be better. But yeah, I like that. Days of Future Past is a really cool setting for the the future stuff. Though I wonder how much they're gonna set in the future. But is it just gonna be one fifteen minute scene and then Wolverine? But they show it's Wolverine gets sent back to the past. He's the dude doing it now, not Kitty Pryde. Of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, that's, that's when you see the cast, fo- they, they brought them all out for Comic-Con. And yeah, I feel like they wouldn't like have brought... 15 fucking people. That's Halle Berry. Like, do you really trot her out if, unless it's a huge deal and she has Halle a... Halle Berry's a, not the big star she used to be. Well, whatever. She's still top-line actor, actress, all that. And Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart, maybe they yeah. could have been a part of it no matter what. But like the whole, like, there's a picture of the whole past and... Ellen Page is back, too. They they bothered to get her. But I think also, like, Brian Singer is a director that, like, actors like. He can Mm. get them to come back. Like, probably Ian McClellan wouldn't have come back for, you know, just any director. He would would have come back if he would have promised him, like, a nice playlist, I feel like. (laughs) Ian McClellan just wants to have fun. But he only has so many years left alive. He seems like too much of a fun-loving guy not to play Magneto again. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny at the uh, at the panel I read that he came out. He's like, this is the first time I've been in California since you took down the gay marriage laws. Hey, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, him hitting on himself. Is yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, but He's his own grandfather. Yeah. But uh, DC News. Oh, okay, sure. DC. So, is that going to put Batman in a Not to be outdone, Yes. Uh, they there was the Warner Brother panel. They talked about like the Robocop movie, which boo, <laughs> fuck God, that. I can't even fuck that shit. But uh, and Tom Cruise is there for some reason, and uh, I'm sure he has another movie. Because people would show up. When it's Tom Cruise, like when he turns sixty, is he then gonna admit he's old? Like he's he's I think fifty now. Like mm. how much longer is he gonna pretend that he's isn't aging? I almost admire his choices because he always every time I see a trailer, I'm like that doesn't look good at all but this is a very outlandish sci-fi yeah. plot that wouldn't get made unless Tom Cruise is like sure yeah that's sure. true I'll be in oblivion true. like I don't know what the fuck it is but it seems like pretty it always seems high concept oh man though did you see the uh, there was a new footage for Gravity the Alfonso oh, Cuarón yeah, movie yeah dude that looks that looks oh, rad fuck that looks good uh, with people falling out of satellites Gravity yeah, yeah. oh man Awesome. No, just if you haven't seen Children, just see Children of Men. That's one of the best movies made in the last like. Yeah, and, oh, I, really saw good. I saw and it. It took him seven fucking years to make another it's one. Really good. I saw that. I saw Harry Potter three. Yes. I saw Itu Mama Tambien. Did he do that? Yeah. Yeah. That was his big. Yes, one Chris. Before. Do I? Uh, excuse me. I know all about movies. I get confused with my Hispanic directors. <laughs> did he do El Chavo? Uh, he did. In Ocho? Amores Peros? Oh, sorry. No, that was the other dude. I know, I know. I know. 
I'm not an Apple guy. Oh, but anyway. So, but then they even finished that. They're like, oh, I guess we're done. Oh, no, we're not, Brad. Uh, uh, no, Zack Snyder comes out. He's like, yeah, we're doing a sequel to Man of Steel. But it's not just any old sequel. And they brought out a guy who was in Man of Steel and uh, to like read a quote. And he was reading the quote from The Dark Knight Returns where Batman is thinking to himself like, always remember, Bruce, I was the one man that beat you my hand to your throat to remember this Clark. That's what he says. Right. And then up comes the Batman logo and the Superman logo superimposed yeah. on it. So... That's it, Batman, Superman, which would be pretty awesome. That's an interesting idea. I like that it seems to be okay. Come hell or high water, we're giving ourselves a date, and this is when we launch the DC Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the date it has to happen. So yeah, I think this is a good idea because first off, doesn't have to happen with Justice League. The Man of Steel works as a good first point for Mm -hmm. it. Like if Superman's the first hero of this world. Mm -hmm. He, like, he, the Man of Steel is how the DC Cinematic Universe starts, and this new one does. Right. Then he meets Batman, the second hero. And Superman, unlike the Avengers, where you kind of have to put them all together, like, mm-hmm. probably now you could have an Iron Man, a Hulk movie, and yeah. just be that. But before Avengers, I don't think you could, or a Captain America Thor movie. No, Hulk was pretty lost before the Avengers. Yeah, so you needed all the Avengers together. But Superman and Batman are so huge. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> Like, I don't even think, like, a Spider-Man Wolverine movie would even oh, have this big of oh, potential. I would love that so much. I, I only worry that they're like, yeah, we're going to... It's loosely adapted from The Dark Knight Returns. And, well, like, how do you turn a Batman story into really, a superhero movie? Well, that's not really what they said. I think... I heard that Snyder, I thought I had read that Snyder said, that quote was, like, the spirit they're going mm. for. Like, they're implying these guys aren't going to be friends. Yes. This is not the world's well, finest they'll, they'll be a, super a, friends. A tacit agreement that, that keeps them from not kill, killing one another, uh-huh. but they easily could. But I'm looking forward to, like, a new Batman. Like, they need to introduce a new Batman, mm. and just doing it with a, like... Making us wait for a new Batman movie, and then yeah. then two, three years later, mm-hmm. putting those two together, like, eh, I'd rather just them come together, and that's the main the main conflict is just Superman and Batman. Like, there's been, I'd say, about two decades worth of good stories of Superman and Batman mm-hmm. conflicting with one another, and they and should they should all they should never not conflict. Yeah, because they're like uh, that, that was. It seemed cool at first, but the Jeff Loeb written Superman Batman books, like, they just got so lame because it was just Batman and Superman talking about their shared esteem for one another for so much of the book. Like, what I really appreciate about Bruce is his ability to adapt. Clark never knows when to say quit. They just, it's them talking about how much they like the other I read the, the first guy. six issue arc with, or four issue, whatever it was, with Luthor. Yeah. The suit. I read that and it was like, Wow, I'm done. Yeah, and then I watched a movie later that was Batman Superman, and then as like halfway through, I'm like, wait, is Luther gonna build a big robot that looks like both? The- oh no! Wow, this is the exact yeah the one storyline I read. They made a movie out yep. of. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. They just adapted it, but yeah, it was it was a lot of sound and fury coming to nothing. Like they would have, oh, it's the giant villain battle, but they were all mind controlled by some guy, and doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's also 2015. So 2015, 2015 is now crazy. Aven- Avengers two, 
uh-huh. Star Wars, Batman and uh, Superman. Yes. And what else is like the next Star Trek maybe? Uh, Surely well, not with Star Wars there. Well, there's definitely uh, there's, what, the there's last, Ant-Man. The, the last Hobbit movie? No, the last Hobbit movie is next year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, good. Fuck those. Yeah, I, I refuse to be excited for the Hobbit. I don't like that shit. Did you see what the title was for the new one? Desolation the Desolation of Smog. Desolation of Smog. You know what? Also, if they like spoilers for The Hobbit, a seventy-year-old book, but like in the book, Smog gets killed in like a sentence, like by a dude you never met. Yeah. Like a guy in a town shoots an arrow, it hit his one weak spot. Smog is dead. Like fuck that. Like that sucks. Like right. that's gonna be very boring in the film. Except I guess they're gonna they'll probably spend like. Two hours with the dude who shoots smog to make well, him. Of course, well, the only of course. the desolation of smog is not the smog is desolated, <laughs> but the uh, devastation caused by smog that is spoken about in the books. Yeah, he yeah. on the screen. He's been this terror. Well, Cumberbatch is playing both of them. I love his weird voice. Yeah, he's he's interesting. He needs to play. Uh, the superhero. So who's Batman? Who would you cast as Batman? Charlie Day. <laughs> Once again, Charlie Day. That was a good go-to for Wolverine. For right? Deadpool. It oh, Deadpool, dead, yeah. For Deadpool. Mm. Shit, who I, If he wasn't... Oh, Assassin's Creed is coming out that year, too, the, the movie. But uh, And I say that because I would say Michael Fassbender if he wasn't already Magneto and also starring in Assassin's Creed that year. To be Batman? I think he's got the jaw for it. I think he can also he can mm-hmm. he can play a a, a gruff dude, but yeah. also a fancy playboy. Like I think he's Maybe. got the range. Maybe hmm. <coughs> he's got the he's got the stature for it and the uh, the physique. It just I, like doesn't Henry Cavill Cavill Henry Cavill Cavill mm. he seems he's. I don't know. Maybe just my my perspective from my age now, but he seems like one of the youngest Superman. Yeah, but I I've feel like seen. Batman should be older. Than me too. Superman me too. Anyway. But I have a feeling they won't cast Batman to be that much older than. Well, Henry, Henry Cavill will be two years older. I know, too. but I, I still think it'll be an actor who's younger than us, like somebody younger than us. Ugh, Batman I don't like the, the sound of that ever. That's also, I think happen. it'll be Fassbender because he is not American, and they don't cast Americans uh, to play superheroes these days. That's true. Except for Chris Pratt as uh, as Star Lord, I do like that. I I read that also that uh, that uh, the James Gunn was talking up like he cast Batista the wrestler for his acting. He's like he's a really good actor. Uh, honestly, it's like Batista said he like cried when he got the role. Like he's it's still shocking. <laughs> well, he's been dying to like step up. Like sure. he's he's only starting garbage. Like unlike a lot of WWE. World Heavyweight Champion left like he, Oscar on him. He wants movies. to be The Rock. He wants mm. to, and this is his shot to finally be The Rock. And so that way he can command big money from Vince McMahon when he makes his ah, comeback. Ah, yes. But, uh, you know, Plus last... Punk. So apparently last week you guys talked about this very subject of what about the... Two weeks ago. The uh, DC Sorry, Cinematic mm. Universe and where does it go? And, and so also, the, yeah, so the rumor is that I think it was the Hollywood Reporter that said it. They because they announced the, the Hollywood Reporter had the rumor on the Batman Superman movie about three hours before mm-hmm. it was announced. But as part of their thing, they also said that DC would announce, and they didn't, a uh, Flash film for 2016 yeah. and a Justice League for 2017, which neither of those got announced. But 
I still think that's kind of believable. Like, I could see Flash as their next I really, I, attempt. I, I don't know. I think that's their best possible option. I, I feel like Wonder Flash, Woman. I feel Flash sure. definitely, but no, it no, is no, weird no. to not have Wonder Woman. because she's, like, she's the part of the Trinity. It's just she's probably also the most wanna... famous female superhero, period. Yeah, she, she sells, sells her origin story with the fucking... Yeah, but Thor seemed Thor that way land. too. It's like it's, that's true. They made Thor work, and it's like have somebody do. Well, meanwhile, like Flash, like has lame villains. Well, not he actually has some cool villains, but I don't know for a movie though. Did like, you see the animated short of Wonder Woman that premiered on Cartoon Network? Oh no, it looks super rad. It was like this nineteen <laughs> seventies throwback where like she drives like an in, invisible Trans Am. I'm trying to come here and kick you in the teeth. Uh, yeah, but. Super 70s, super pulpy. Uh, a Pontiac Roman. Corvette, I think it is. Yes. He's got his headphones on. He's crossing animals too hard. Some All right, bugs. well. No, I haven't seen that. I did watch some of the Teen Titans Go show this weekend. It's cute. So it's weird. Their heads from my hotel room every day. It's weird to see all this flash animation on TV, though. Like it feels like almost too. Cheap. That's what I said. It, lo- it looks tweeny, and if you use flash, you know what that means. Tweeny. Hmm. So what was the stuff on the forums? Oh yeah, oh. forums. So last week's question of the week, the two weeks ago's question of the week for number fifty-seven hmm. that you guys asked, where not me. They, where can they do these questions? On the forums. These were the answers on the on the LazyTimePodcast.com <laughs> forums. Okay. What am I? What am I missing? Nothing. I was like, where are they in the forums? It's like, okay, well, uh, what? L- Laser time podcast. Cutting all this out. All right. All right. On the it was the Cape Crisis question of the week number fifty-seven. How should DC set up a Justice League movie? Mm-hmm. Gonna first go with the first responder, as I usually do. Soggy Sage with uh, let's. Oh, he was the first responder. Uh, let's. Oh, actually, it was Kelshaw who made the page for it. Uh, he wanted to do the Batman Superman film first. He called it. It would be. He says it lets him do the big way to introduce the characters first without Mm -hmm. the risk of a Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, and Soggy Sage agrees that uh, Warner Brothers seems to lack the boldness and creativity of the Marvel universe. So, world's finest film seems the best bet for right. Right now, I don't know that that's as a result of lack of creativity. I just think I think there's something about DC's characters that's still a problem of they're all bigger than life. Yeah. Whereas Marvel, you can do this like flawed stuff much easier. Whereas like, how do you make Martian Manhunter appealing? <laughs> I love Martian. Manhunter. I mean, yeah, I do, like I like all the characters. Yeah. I mean, I've been reading Aquaman. I'm like, I get it. I actually think yeah. he's a, there's a there's uh, a character there to work with. But but it's but, like. They're all. What are their powers? Whatever. <laughs> like only occasionally does some like creator actually come in and be like, no, they can't do whatever. Here's what their powers are. But yeah. wait, wait four years and that'll change. So yeah, it, but in 2002, I wouldn't have thought that like, like I would have thought Iron Man like he wasn't that pop. He had one no, cartoon. I, I, I was very that popular. Or. Or Thor, even. Well, no, I, even up till the moment we walked out of Thor, I was like, I bet everyone hated that. Oh, my God. And then yeah. we got out to the parking lot, and it was like, or the escalator, and everyone was really good. I'm like, yeah. oh, thank God. Same with Captain America. I it's the one I haven't seen again. I watched it again, finally, right before we saw uh, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. It was still good. Yeah. Uh, I- do you remember, um, <laughs> like, 10 years ago, 12 years ago? The answer is no. But they were talking this because this Batman Superman movie came up like in two thousand one or two, and it was yeah, like yeah. it was going to be Batman versus Superman, and it was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, I I, I feel like I read that in a Wizard. Yeah. It was like it was 
it was probably 2002. Those were the like. confusing post 9-11 days. Anything <laughs> seemed possible. Well, but it's also like... It's really possible we needed it as a nation. Well, it was weird. It was like post Spider-Man 1. So uh, it was like, okay, that movie was then good. Mm. And because it wasn't garbage. And it was like reasonably uh, reverent to what the source material was. Animated gifts of Tobey Maguire crying couldn't be easily fashioned all over the internet. With dial-up speeds just now peaking out at 56k, how could we get, how could we make fun of things fast enough? Um, episode two sucked, and uh, it's a bad time to be alive. But uh, there, it was that weird time for comic book movies. Where it was like it was before, like the only ones that really hit it off were X Men, and then Spider Man. Spider Man gave like a promise of things yes, to come. Whereas like, then, like X Three, we know is next year, and we knew Daredevil was coming, and we're just like, okay, so are there going to be a lot of these? <laughs> and then, but then, like, <laughs> I, you should, like everybody should go to the forums right now and look at. It was a uh, it was a Kelso who answered that first Batman yeah. Superman and Soggy Stage like I agree. There's no other way to do this. Bat Boy one was like either cast a Batman and put him in a Superman film together. Everybody's like, yeah, that's the only way to do it. Like everybody below that is just like, yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the way well, to do it. Also, because DC, just I want you to know, you're a smart. As Warner Brothers executives, yeah. well, you came to the, the same past, conclusion. For the past two decades, even though Warner Brothers, like, they've had all these DC characters at their fingertips, mm. they never really knew what they wanted to do. Like, they would take half steps, like, yeah, a TV series, Smallville, whatever. I don't know. They only knew that it had to be done. And like their animation department, like, they knew what they had. They're like, we have these crazy awesome characters. It was. And they, had a, and they had a good, like, 10-year run from animated series through Justice League Unlimited, but it's like, yeah. at some point, you really do expand it so big, you gotta go back to the beginning. Yeah, but their, but meanwhile, but, their film company was like, should we make a Superman movie? I don't know. Superman? But it's like, to make a movie, it's like, that's $150, $200 million yeah. to make it look right, and like, well, if it's not Superman good, we're gonna... expensive-ass yeah. powers. And if, when, if we don't get it right, we're gonna get... We're going to be taking to the cleaners of this shit, so... I feel like they really lucked into Christopher Nolan, like, saving Batman. But even when Batman... Even when he hit it with Batman Begins, then, like, Superman Returns was supposed to continue it, and just kind of failed. And then when they should have made a Wonder Woman movie with Joss Whedon, they, they got cold feet and didn't want to spend the money. And then they spent a shitload of money on Green Lantern, and they made the right Green Lantern movie. I... For... Close to it. Yeah. And it still failed. There's like, a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I <coughs> Michael Grimm Elite says uh, Batman Superman World's Finest Film would build up to a Justice League film. That's not the first person I saw that said World's Finest. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious how they're going to... Like, I bet they use advertising in the World's Finest. I wonder... I think in the official press release it was Superman Batman. Uh, Awkward Loser says, I'm surprised this hasn't happened that they should shoot uh, like they did Lord of the Rings and shoot two or three at the same time. Yeah, you know what? They should Seriously, especially that. if it's like looking at... I almost hated looking at the Avengers behind the scenes, like how much, how how little of that was shot outdoors. Like almost n- not a frame of that movie occurs anywhere outdoors. Well, they have to film so far ahead. Like yeah. they're they're going to start filming Avengers two early next year mm-hmm. to then work for seventeen months on special effects. Like, uh, so why not? Why not? Spend all <coughs> the same time. Uh, this um, I'm just looking at superhero hype again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantastic Four reboot to shoot in Louisiana. Mm. Yeah, because the dude in charge Louis- of that was the guy who did Chronicle, right? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Josh Trank. That's mm-hmm. okay. I'll, I'll give that a shot. I think at least like 
Mark Miller is supposed to be like shepherding he Fox's creative Marvel consultant. Stuff. Yeah. If they actually listen to him, I think he can at least steer them in a interesting, consolidated direction. I feel like if they're not Phil Tellers. <sighs> That's what, true. Yeah, what's weird is that like the two FF movies they did mm-hmm. are awful. Trash. Awful movies. <laughs> are Doctor Doom and Galactus. So I'm like, those are the two things I wanted, and yeah. you did them and they sucked. And you're not going to do Thanos because you, that's your monkey ball movie. That's handled. Uh, so it's like, what do yeah. you do? Like, I mean, they need the Crimson Ghost. Well, what they, well, what they <laughs> need. Mole Man. It's just, it's Mole Man. Yeah, I guess Mole Man is number three. Yes, somehow. Uh, they blew I'm, their load on Doc Doom well, and Silver Surfer. I feel like so. what they have to do is no, you got to do Doom again. And yeah, you just got to figure. Just out. pretend. Yeah. Well, those they're gonna those movies are done. They're gone. Yeah. But it's more like. Hey, you need. We need Doom in this modern cinematic universe. Like the idea of all this shit happening and Doctor Doom is not in it is like, nope, that's that's not correct. Well, what's, what's great is that I don't. You don't necessarily have. He doesn't have to be a focal part of the movie, but he can still play a minor part or be well, partially responsible. They should definitely. Yeah. The, well, I mean, the tradition now is save Fantastic the Four was different back then. Even not save Doom for part two. Like that's like why even Amazing Spider-Man was. They wink at you like you're gonna get Green Goblin eventually, but uh, he's you know not right now. But yeah. so in two, so we get Electro. Clearly, Spider-Man's biggest villain. I think they're at least like the commercial with Electro. Like, I think they're doing something interesting with uh, Jamie Fox. I really love him. the the. Uh... Damn it! I'm gonna run. I like it. Looks like they have electricity under his skin. He's definitely Ultimate Electro too. Well, he just has this like. But so, like, they got... <laughs> I, like, like, what is it, Hellraiser 3 or something, where there's, like, the, the dudes, oh, like, yeah. have, like, a CD-ROM in his head. Yep, and just, yeah. That really scared me at a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> it just has that look of, like, Electro. What would he have? I don't know, a dial in his head to tell you how much electric he's got? And how does like, he have that? There's I a thing in his fucking head. I didn't see that. Oh boy. It's like the other picture from like that that cover of, of a. Oh, see, Weekly. I only saw the other. I didn't and see like, that. If we now, if you look on the other side, yeah. it's stupid. Mm. But they got the Spider-Man costume right. That costume does look good. Also, like they uh, and then oh, there's wow. the Rhino, Paul Giamatti. Um, as, speaking of yeah, Rhino, fucking Paul Giamatti, Paul, I got, and I Harry, got Bob Wire on my head, and Harry Osborn. Like they showed a scene in it where Harry Osborn is already working with Electro, so he's already evil, and he might already be a goblin in the movie. Like they have three villains. Like yeah. that was a problem with Spider-Man so Three. They had to cut Mary Jane, right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was done coughing when I turned back. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Paid for an interesting Doppler effect. I'm but also on the clip, <laughs> but also in the clips they showed it uh, of enough, amazing Spider-Man. Cough was long enough to have a red shift. Eh? 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 Of a man. I, I wanted to just wait on the, so ahead, in the clips they showed of Amazing Spider-Man two. They also showed Gwen Stacy in her death clothes, looking at a bridge, like. So they're pretty much saying, like, Get it? Yeah, like, Gwen's dying. She's well, that's dead. why I'm like, why did you even bring this character? I don't know. It's just such a foregone conclusion. Well, well since the Dark Knight killed the girlfriend gonna... in number two, and uh, it's a new Well, what I'm hoping is, kill Mary Jane in these movies. That is a, that'd be a uh, shock. Let her, let Gwen live, who cares? Uh, Mark Webb also uh, said he was teasing uh, with Crave Online, and we all read that every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe you do, I don't know. It seems like a fine sight. Uh, <laughs> okay. No disrespect to Crave Online. 
That's better. That's better. I, I'm just being a dick. Uh, sequel to the first film's coming out, and then they've got part three and four already slated and talking. And of, four? Yeah, top, sp- scheduled for May 4th, 2018, so set Jeez. your watch. Do they even still have comic <laughs> panels anymore? <laughs> yeah. They do. Uh, yeah, they do. I had a new 52. I, I wanted to acknowledge Detective on, 651 because he... Well, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to have a quote that he said about the, 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 the Spider-Man movie. Mm. Uh, he says, I think this was conceived as a trilogy, so there was a defined architecture to the story we were telling with sort of a rough outline of what was going to happen. I think for the fourth movie... What we've discovered is there's so many ancillary characters that have enormous cinematic potential that there may be other ways to exploit those characters in a way that is exciting and fun worthwhile. It might not just be a Spider-Man movie. What? I don't know what that means. Uh, Super Ups taking that to be like Sinister Six. Well, it would be cool to see him fight the Sinister Six, all of them at once. Well, by four movies, you're like, well, you've got... Well, the Lizard's not dead, right? Not dead, nope. So you could have Lizard, Electro, Goblin probably leading them. Uh, Reese Ifons. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, not that I ever want to see it. It was only movie. last year. I know. I couldn't The remember. most forgettable superhero yeah, film. I really don't remember. Uh, sorry. So that's all. Just the, like, but again, that idea of like a Spider Man fighting the Sinister Six is like, that's kind of the. That is exciting. That's a shoot for the moon uh, Spider Man thing I would want to see is yeah. get, get the Sinister Six. Because that's a thing. And if you can have somehow get Doc Ock in there to run it. Much like he did in the comics or Goblin, it doesn't matter. Just have six villains mm. in there. Hire Michael Shannon to play Doc Ock. <laughs> Michael Shannon, yes, of Man of Steel fame. He's already dead. I though. will fly down. <laughs> I like Michael Shannon. I'm sorry. All right, listeners, I'm also sorry I complained about Man of Steel for three weeks. I'm sorry, but uh, I wasn't here to complain about Age of Ultron. What a fucking bullshit ending, man. Yeah, it really upset me as a as Ultron. Ugh. Uh, speaking of Ultron, though, this is also uh, them doing this movie was problematic because even over the weekend, Shane, our, yeah. our friend, oh yeah, our good friend yeah. Shane, uh, Patterson, we can pass on Spatter- this Spatterson. Yeah, we can uh, pass along this information to Shane. Well, yeah, it was like he, he like like so many people uh, correctly asked, "Hey, what should I read? I'm interested. Should I read Age of Ultron?" And like, and we're both you and I are like, no, no, yes. do not read Age of Ultron. But then it's like, well, that's the name of the movie, so I should go read it. And then the, the Possibly millions. I'll go with thousands. Uh, I'll tens go with of thousands. Tens of thousands of people who will bother to go buy Age of Ultron. Not now necessarily, but like a year and a half from now. Mm-hmm. And the be like, edition is now like three and, months. And be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And have no clue what this is. An so I'm almost. Yeah. yeah. In an alternate thing, like, what, what? And then they go see the movie. Ain't no Wolverine. <laughs> so that's super confusing. But then it's also like, Ultron's one of my favorite villains. Why? And like, oh, what, what story should I read? The best to suggest is Ultron Strikes, I think it was called, by uh, in the Avengers music run. But yeah, like, that, that 90s, late but 90s. But it's still run. really late 90s. Like, the art holds up, I'd say, but it's also, like, it's still covered in word balloons. Yeah, like, and that's the thing, is Ultron as a villain is just like, look, you know why he's my favorite villain? Because I love robots. <laughs> and I think his face and that design is so... Like simple yet really cool, mm-hmm. and he has all kinds of different versions and armors that get ridiculous. But like the clean original, like and not even original, like even the way he looked at the end of Age of Ultron when they finally did fight him, yeah. I'm like that is so cool to me. But like if you want to read a story, it's like the only reason he's cool to me is because he tends to win. Yeah, like they he's, he's like unstoppable. He's like a force that they kind of stop and basically delay, and that's mm. why Age of Ultron was such a setup for me because it was Stark finally going like. We're out of ideas. He won. We tried everything, and the last time he left is because we convinced him to. 
And and that's that's like after the siege, like Pym finally convinces him, like, look, just fucking go. Yeah. And he does. And then he goes out to space and does the Phalanx thing in Annihilation Conquest, which is what I would recommend to read because it's Ultron mm. and Guardians of the Galaxy. You couldn't have a better primer that's for true. both that's things. True. But to to really understand why Annihilation Conquest is cool, you really should read Annihilation. Which yes. thankfully is tied up in characters like Nova, who you'll want to know anyway, but also has Drax, but also has Galactus Silver Surfer, Thanos. It's got a lot of characters you should care about. Yeah, it's a that's good... who they could do in a Fantastic Four movie. Mm. Annihilus. Oh yeah, how Annihilus they how they make him look cool mm. is beyond me. He is ridiculous, green and purple, yeah. and, a, and an Ultron head like with just metal Same chompers. Problem. And his bug stuff. I think his bug stuff would work. Bug stuff would work, but but uh, yeah, so, I... yeah. So like Ultron to point to a story like why should I care? I'm like I don't. Well, like, even that Mighty Avengers story with, like, naked Ultron lady, like, I didn't like that one either, and it was just so Frank Cho could draw a naked lady. Yeah, and then I I think, like, if I, yeah, we should wrap this up. All right. I think, like, if you're going to read anything, I think Annihilation Conquest is a good thing to try. Because you do get Ultron being his robotic best, you get space opera stuff, you get Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, you kind of get a a sense of why people are really interested in this. Yeah, you get to see why Rocket Raccoon is badass. Yeah, but what you also have to understand going into this is the reason Annihilation was so fun (laughs) was, uh, who were the writers for that? That Abnett and Landon. Abnett, yeah. Uh, That they just went with it. Like, they don't scale it down. It is operatic. It is... Well, because Marvel was like, yeah, we don't care about these guys. Yeah. Do whatever. And like, because right. they did it, like, there's like, no, we're going to take this completely seriously. And it's Ooh. like, dude, it's just like when you read Transformers fiction or watch the movies. You just like, you either accept that these robots are doing this or you don't. And if you don't, get out because it's not for you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you, it is for Annihilation. It's like, this is told very well in a fun way that even if you aren't into comics, you could probably get into. But just be aware that this is not trying to be like... Ultimates and cool. It's just trying to be like, no, this is a big battle in space that spans galaxies and <coughs> planets and dimensions, and yeah, and it's super cool. I love that stuff. I do love the the music run with Ultron. I think is a lot of fun because it's uh, yeah, that's a good. One. It was good because he had been doing like single issue and two issue stories, and he was music was being at the time uh, like the main criticism of his book was like. You're too interested in the Avengers arguing with each other. Look at what Grant Morrison's doing in Justice League. He's fighting planet-ending threats. They yeah. don't do shit in Avengers. And so uh-huh. he's like, bye. This Ultron story, is, he's going to kill an entire country of people. Yeah, and he does. And roast their bodies on a pyre that's his face. It's really cool. It's a great <laughs> image. Also, if you just want a fun... It's very 80s, and the art doesn't hold up that great. But if you want a good introduction to basically, like, the coolest version, or the... What I think are like the iconic versions of a lot of villains and heroes in the Marvel Universe, Secret Wars yeah. is a good book. And yeah. that includes Ultron. Like, yeah. Ultron's in there. Also, he, your black costume Spider-Man. And folks. black costume Spider-Man. And Magneto is great. Like, I also love that the mutants are just like, yeah, hey, we're a third faction here. We're mutants, yeah. man. And, like, I love the fight where, like, the Spider-Man versus X-Men, uh, X-Men number, fight. Number three, so good. And also where Spider-Man fights Titania, where yes. it was... Because Spider-Man had looked like a pussy through a lot of the fight, or he just kind of had to stay in the background. Yeah. And so when he fights Titania, she's like, I'm way stronger than you. I should be you. He's like, yeah, but I'm too fast. You can't touch me. Yeah. And I'm making fun of you because you're dumb. Ha ha. Yeah. Like, it was a cool scene. And Ultron mostly acted as like a henchman in the book, but a very powerful henchman. Yeah. But 
He was definitely like a mega threat. I am. I haven't read all uh, Secret Wars in probably like fifteen years, so I should read it again. Yeah, it and is. I'm toy, like, it is an ad for toys. Oh, it's just to yeah. sell toys and to be like, look, everyone's in this. You it have is. to buy a kids, but it's also like that was that was like the introduction of this, right? Like it yeah. was the Jaws of, of yeah, summer was, blockbuster yeah. comic book movie. And Jim Shooter <laughs> got like he was the writer. He got why characters were cool. Like Doctor yes. Doom acts like fucking. Oh Dr. yeah, Doom, that's man. also a great Doom story for sure. Cap is their leader, and he's a badass. Yeah, like it, Professor it, X, Cyclops, everybody's. Acting it it like is. Themselves. You're right. It's a great introduction. If you just want like the top level, why does everyone like these characters? Uh, Secret Wars. It only has time to give you the cool. Hulk holds up a mountain. Yeah, and I want to say like, well, why is Doctor Doom cool? Because he he fucking beat the Beyonder and stole his powers. Yeah. Like you got to see that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's and, a, and then I don't remember what story this is, but it's also uh, it's it's in one of those Mighty Avengers or something with. That alternate universe with Maestro Hulk, and it's it's an alternate yeah, universe yeah, where yeah. Ultron had won, but it's not Age of Ultron. Yeah, that wasn't the first storyline of Avengers. Just Avengers. Avengers. And it's like, simply Avengers. In cursive. Uh, but it, it's like, it's some it's weird. It's like, it's just Ultron like standing there almost on a pile of rubble, uh-huh. and every time they go to fight him, everyone dies again. Except it, him. It's, it's weird. I don't really remember it, because I read it, I read it like back to back to back. Um, yeah. And then this is very hard to read. And find, but in Acts of Vengeance, that big crossover from the 80s, it's in the omnibus I read, and I never even knew this happened, but Ultron and Daredevil meet. Wow. <laughs> and it's Ultron trapped in the woods, and he is just, like, malfunctioning big fucking time, because he just got beat somewhere else, and it's like, all 13 of his personalities are running simultaneously, mm. and all these word balloons have different things going on, and it's just, like, Daredevil, like, in the woods going, what? Because <laughs> I think it's during the Mark Miller area. Uh, that's weird. Because it's got that art style. Oh, the Frank too. Miller. Frank one. Miller, not yeah. Mark Miller. Frank Miller. So it, it's really cool just seeing, like, here's Daredevil, like, trying not to be killed by Ultron. <laughs> My, and no. the art is so weird. It just seeing Ultron, like, kind of just pause and try to figure out, wait, what am I doing? And that's the whole story, and it's really cool. One of my first, the first Ultron comic was also, like, one of my first year as a comic reader when I'd. I'd buy any Spider-Man book I could get. Yeah. And so it was the annuals for that the year. vibranium thing. Yeah, yeah. the vibranium yes. thing. Like, yep. it really confused me because first I was like, who's this Ultron guy? What is adamantium? What is vibranium? Here's Iron Man too. Did you know that adamantium was the first referenced in reference to Ultron? Oh, really? He was the... Something, his body was coated in adamantium. Huh. But it was before Wolverine. That's what makes him really... T- like, wet, like, they're just... Like, he's covered in adamantium. There's no yeah. breaking that. Like... Yeah. And Hulk like can't break it. Then all they've done is like we've we've thrown him so hard it damaged internal components. Yes. So he had to leave. We all should right. go though. All right. So I do uh, this week's question of the week. I just want to hear what you guys thought was the coolest thing you read or saw at a comic con, or yeah. if you went to comic con, what was the coolest thing you got? Yeah, uh, by a- far, Brian Cranston showing up in Brian Cranston costume. That was pretty cool. He, he was in costume as Walter White, wearing the, the Walter White mask. You don't have to have seen Breaking Bad. I'll show you a picture. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he's wearing a character mask of himself. <laughs> he's I, in it Godzilla. Look, it looks... Yeah, he's in Is he? Oh, I went to see the Godzilla exhibit. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that somewhere else. The Godzilla panel sounded cool. Yeah. Uh, have you watched that guy's movie, Monsters? Yeah, I, it's good. I, I need to watch it. It's that. good. It's fine. Are you excited for Godzilla? I am excited. And Apparently, they even said like Toho says this is a real Godzilla. Like they gave their really sign off. I on saw it or like they had that Godzilla experience offside. Just I'm not gonna go into it, but at the end, you do get this like simulated 
you're in an office building. It's a faked out like blinds and office chairs, and the power's flickering off and on. You're supposed to be like up really high, and behind the blinds is this giant LCD screen, or and it's meant to look like you're out looking out into a city with the rain, and it's dark, and they're just like everybody turn your lights off and your phones off because we don't need to record this. But then, like, Godzilla just kind of slowly walks by and everything in the room shakes. And, and you see, like, the spikes on his back. And he kind of, like, moves his head around like a big lizard. And I'm, the whole time I'm like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> and then he turns around and looks at you. And then he roars. And then everything shakes. And it's it's, it's the shame. Godzilla roar. It's, it's that shame that kind of shit can't tour the country. I know. Man. It's really cool. But then before that, it was all, like, like Six Flags level. Like, we're in the control room and there's gas. Psh! <laughs> they had original costumes in there, didn't they? They had the Godzilla Millennium Era outfit from Godzilla yeah. 2000, which was still cool. It was a cool. I like that. I suit. like that look. I like the lean reptilian, angry look. I liked uh, his face. Like his nose was a little flatter in there. Yeah, one. and the new Godzilla that they kind of inconspicuously had in the corner, and only got one picture of it because the, I'll explain this later. But it's not a very good picture because the lights go off. We're under attack, and they whisk you out of there, and you're like, God damn it! I just. Because they purposely put this model of the new Godzilla like off to the side as so not to draw attention to it, uh-huh. intentionally so. Not because they're afraid of it or ashamed of it, but it's like just it, it's intentionally kind of shoved off to the side to be like, secret, secret, secret. And if you look at it, it's like he's like a big crocodile, and it looks really mm. cool. Like He has a lizard face, but you know, like crocodile uh, you know, bumps on their back. Like He's got those up his thighs and his side, and it just it looks like... Uh, it's an, better than it's an iguana. A, it's definitely. And I say that in the nicest way. Like he looks like a giant lizard, not an iguana with a big chin. It's fucking Godzilla. The silhouette is Godzilla. Any Comic Con takeaway? Uh, I played the Godzilla uh, uh, slot machine in Vegas. All oh, right. It was very. Right. It was uh, Mothra gave me a bunch Mos- of wild Mothra. VGEmpire.com, uh, a video game music podcast. It's about video game music. Laser Time podcast, where we do all big monsters with. Maybe Brett Elston. I missed out on the last pay per view. I didn't get to do it, but Cheap Popcast. Did you guys watch Money in the Bank? No, that I was didn't. Evo, baby. I did not. Uh, it's too bad. I heard it was one Place of the best. You're recording that at least. So, oh, well. well. All right. Well, until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!